No one what? gave us a podcast. Who gave us this stupid podcast? <laughs> We're recording right now. Who's going to do the intro? I don't. Let me, let me, me? Pull, up, let me pull up my podcast. Whose who's intro music are we going to use today? <laughs> let me pull up my podcast app. Um, I can't believe this is what we put out episode ninety four today. Did we? Hang on, I'll know in a minute. I think it was episode ninety four. Uh, we don't say the episodes on here. Now we're episode ninety five. I have to go like ten episodes back to find one that you actually edited that has. <laughs> no, when I in the description, Let's in the description see. it'll say episode blah blah blah. No, not on here. Doesn't? Maybe I don't know how. Anything Maybe works. I screwed up. I don't know. Sure, why not? I right, are recording something. Nope. Shit. <laughs> I edit this one. I edit this one. It's not right. Uh, Stop. Quit. The past couple ones from from Road Atlanta, uh, Grid Life, don't have anything at the beginning of them. They don't. Um, um, Let's see. And that's one thing like Driving While Awesome did before. I don't know. I haven't had time to listen to anything lately. If you enjoy the show, share it with a friend. You can find us at facebook.com slash you can visit our new home on the web at www.tracktune.com slash slipangle. You can also leave us reviews and ratings in the iTunes store. I think we need a new logo. You think we need a new logo? I think we need a new logo. Why is that? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to shut this stuff off. Hang on a second. <laughs> oh, that's good enough for that. Hey. Hi. What's up, buddy? Not too much. Do you want me to turn the air back on? Uh, no, this is actually quite, it's quite nice. nice. Isn't my garage nice with an air conditioning unit it is. cut into the wall? This is way better than Road Atlanta was anyway. Oh, it's so hot in Road Atlanta. I think this is the first show we've done from your garage. It's not the first show I've done. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's not the first show I've done from this garage. This is probably the 38th show I've done from this garage. Um, typically, when we record, uh, when I'm on Skype or whatever, my level's good here. Talk a little bit. So, talk, 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 talk. All right. We got a request the other day uh, that I make the shows that I edit louder. So I'm doing that. Crank and, it to 11, man. Yeah, our shows go to 11. <laughs> um, and so if it's too loud, you can blame. Hang on. Let me, uh, I can't pull up the message on my phone. Some dude. What's his name? Anyway, um, blame I, him. I blame, feel like we, we, we're blame that guy. we get a lot of love from people. Because yep. man you know, love, yeah, it's wonderful. But Let's no, there, there's a lot of people. You know, the show started off. Joshua Nelson complained that his 2013 <laughs> Chevy Silverado SS. I don't. It's just Silverado. His radio's oh, maxed out. His sorry. inputs are maxed out. He's freaking connecting things with the cords, and it's all maxed out, and he can't hear it. Maybe it's maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't turn the volume up on his phone. I asked him that, and he, I think his Silverado speakers just blow ass. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. I do kind of want to buy your IS. Uh, we talked about buying his IS uh, 300. Manual? Uh, no, it's an auto, but it's uh, yellow. Is it a sport cross? My wife oh, won't buy a yellow uh, IS 300. You can just cover it in stickers like you did the race car. You can check it out on cars.com. Zip code 55902, though. Oh. He's selling it right now. 55902. Plug for Josh. 55902, where's that from? I don't know. Where's 55902? If I click it, it just wants me to dial five five nine zero two. You should call it. That won't that won't be a number <laughs> that works. Um, yeah, I looked at the ad. I forget where it was. IS three hundreds are good cars, man. I, I Sarah and I looked at those when our neighbor had one of those copper colored ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, so pretty. My my grandfather had one oh, in two thousand one. 
It's like brand new. That's like a yeah. fifty thousand year grandfather's balling. Yeah, dude. they they got out of the Mercedes game because they thought it made them targets in their old age. Targets. So they went to the Lexus game. What were they getting shot with? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> where they live? Newark, where the <laughs> carjacking is a thing? No, Tennessee. So oh. all the all the meth heads. Yeah, that'd be a problem. <laughs> well, Austin is in my garage in I Chicago. Am. What are you I- here for, buddy? Uh, we have our Grid Life event. Um, what our, round? Round four. This would be our one, two, three, four, fifth event of the year for Grid Life. Is sixth, that including the Instructor Clinic weekend? Yes. Okay. Spring uh, Shakedown. Sixth event for our series with the Hanamid VTech Club event that we do. Everybody's probably getting sick of us saying like, "Yeah, we're here at Grid Life," <laughs> <laughs> but. I I don't see very many of my friends. I don't see. Ugh, it's like ten thirty at night. I'm tired. <laughs> I don't see very many of my friends. Um, Austin now. Austin's never lived anywhere near where I live. Well, and I think I, I, I used see Austin, to. I see. Well, but when we didn't do a podcast. No, then. I th- I see you more than all of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> and you live in L.A. or Atlanta, and because I'm a father and I work sixty hours a week, I don't see anybody else. I do podcasts with Austin on Skype, and I do podcasts with Austin in person, and that's what I do for my social life. It's wonderful. So now we're in my garage. I'm eating Swedish fish. <laughs> we're just standing outside talking about turbo chargers. Turbos are fun, man. How is uh, how's the new job? We won't talk much about it. Turbo life's great. The uh, um, Austin's a caged animal now for the first time ever. Yeah, first office job ever. How... Uh, how does that feel, Austin? Is your dorsal fin folding over? It is, man. I'm like free. I'm like free Willy, man. Yeah, you need to jump over that thing, dude. With a little boy with his finger up in the air, you jump across. Well, this this weekend, this is the first business trip I have taken by myself with this new company. So and technically, just, you conned Garrett into sending you to Grid Life. or whatever company that I might work. for. I mean, yes. Borg Garrett <laughs> Warner. Air Research. You work for Air Research Turbochargers. Yes, the the now defunct Air Research. Um, by by meeting customers uh, <laughs> after Grid Life. You're so, yeah, we have a, a high profile customer here in the Chicago area. So yeah. I'll be meeting with them on Monday after we're cool. at Blackhawk Farms on Sunday. Take a few pictures and send some stuff for the uh, Instagram feed for for me. Yeah, they, they, I will. They uh, they have some builds, pretty cool stuff. They build cool stuff. They build really cool stuff. Well, you know, it's it's. Kind of the way the tuning community's gone, and and I can't figure out exactly how it's has, it's gotten this way. But like, the company I'm going to visit started off like in the DSM world, yeah, and yeah. then started getting into like Evos, and then GTRs, and then the higher, money. yeah, now like Lamborghinis and stuff. Are they doing that stuff? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Lamborghinis, R8s, things like that. There's a there's several companies now turbocharging Lamborghinis. I think the it seems like the, the the direction that the higher dollar cars are going is like the roll racing, airport yeah. racing stuff. Well, what I'm what I'm trying to figure out, and I, I kind of have this theory, right? So it's you know the cars are getting more high end, but you have to ask yourself: is it is it that you know high end people with high end cars now are, are wanting to tune more, or are they the same people that 15 years ago started off in DSMs and now are doing well for themselves? It, kind of, it have, might be a mix of both. Yeah, um, because. Uh, Pretty soon you have equity in your home and you can just roll that into a car. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, I, I think it's it's that they you know they started off in high school and college yeah. tuning Civics yeah. and DSMs things like that things that at the time when Fast and Furious came out were were popular. Yeah. You know, like GSTs and GSX Eclipses yeah, and, and stuff su- like that. Yeah, that sweet green. Some of those you don't you don't see eclipses. those at all anymore, yeah. man. 
But you know, it, I think it's it has a lot to do with a lot of the same people, yeah. uh, becoming successful in their personal lives and kind of moving up the chain. Yeah, I, n- I know several of my friends have, uh, you know, that they used to have worse EFs than me, have done uh, fairly well, uh, and they have real mortgages and real houses and Porsches and twin and, turbo Porsches. And they have Porsches. <laughs> Or GTRs, yeah. or uh, you know, R8. I have a friend with an R8. Yeah. Well, like, uh, like, look at our buddy Alan Liang, right? You yep. know, he started off with a Civic. Yep. And then an S two thousand. Yep. And then what did he go to after that? I think he had an STI for a while. And then he had and then an a M- GTR. He had an M three. And then an M no, then an M three, and M3 then a GTR. He actually hit the berm at uh, yeah. Honda Meet like seven with it. No, it wasn't Eight. seven even. Was, that was maybe that was more like, than that. Yeah, that was in like two thousand thirteen. That was pretty recent. Yeah. Yeah. He, so, he but now he has, up. now he has a Lamborghini, <laughs> same guy, but you go through this like progress. It's, oh, if buddy. you look at houses too, you know, you like, yeah. you buy your starter house and then like over time as you do more successful, you move up and get, get different houses. I just put um, lifts in my starter house and I just live in my <laughs> starter house. You modify everything, man. Yeah, I do. Modify all the things. <sighs> yeah. I, it, it seems like, uh, it really, the car choice that you have currently depends on your credit rating and your income. And everybody kind of just finds the way to spend 30% of their money. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, how many, how many people do you know, though, that, you know, were into cars back when you are – or when you were? Yeah. And they decided at a certain point it just wasn't worth it anymore. And a so lot they're, of them. they're not car guys anymore. Most of them you – know, uh, they're, they're still into cars, but they might not like do my, anything. My earliest car buddies are, like, my college roommate Josh and my – the guy that really got me into stuff is my good buddy Dave Booner. Um, his family owns a car company around here, a small used car lot around here, and uh, and they're into cars two days a year, or two weekends a year. Honda Meet, Honda Meet, and Grid Life. Yeah, and Dave <laughs> Dave pulls like STIs off the lot, and they freaking come thrash them at Honda Meet, and they thrash them at Grid Life. Take them like back a, and sell them. Like a three fifty Z, they're like, all right, let's buy some brake pads and some tires for this shit, and then we'll sell it. <laughs> so they got to figure it out. Yeah, uh, but yeah, most of them just it just kind of goes away. Yeah, you know, you know it, it's one of those things too. At a certain point, I started asking myself like, why am I still in the car game? Is it that I love modifying cars that much? Do I love driving them, or do I love the community surrounded? You know, for me, it's a little bit it. of all of that. Yeah, you know, it, at one point when I first moved to Chicago and I was tracking a lot, I kind of I did a breakdown, right? Yeah. And I told people essentially that I went to the track so much, you know, because I love driving about. Probably 30% of it was driving. Yeah. 20% of the reason I went was for wrenching, but 50% was for social reasons. Yeah. So, it's, you know. It's kind of like, uh, you know, you used to go to the bar. You used to go to, you know, when you were in college, you did go hang out in the basement of your dorm or whatever. And, like, the basement of my dorm is Gingerman's Paddock now. Yeah. Like, that's what I do. If I'm not at home being dad life or freaking writing articles on my wife's grading papers, it is... I'm at the track. Like, that's the thing I do. Yeah. You know, I, I think at a certain level, you reach a certain, I guess, social piece of your life at the track yeah. to where, you know, for me, the true test of if someone's really into it is if they show up to the track without having anything to drive, yeah. you know, without, you know, needing to instruct, they just show up to hang out. Yeah. You know, that's and for me, yeah. And for me, I mean, that's what's happened. I've, yeah. I've sold all of my cars. <laughs> you're flying yeah. around the country. All of my cars are gone. I, you know, it rode Atlanta. I didn't even drive a single lap. Yeah. I did three laps. Oh, Atlanta. yeah? Three laps. Nice. Uh, yeah. That was a weird weekend. Yeah. <laughs> that was the longest weekend of my life. 
Was let, it? Let, yeah, let's recap that a little bit. Um, uh, I did, thanks to Blake Meredith, I drove my favorite T-Rex in the world, uh, Blake Meredith's FP car. Oh, yeah? And I ran out of gas. I didn't know that. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, I was like lost for the first lap. I'm like, did I just take the motorcycle S's? Which way does this go again? <laughs> I literally thought, because there, there weren't cones. Uh, I, Damn the drifters. first lap, I was like, am I on the right S's? Like, I, I don't think I'm on the right track. I don't know on this. this you should have just it? taken the motorcycle, motorcycle S's at full speed. Just like crossover. <laughs> no, I don't think it's good. <laughs> I don't think that works very well. But You can do everything once. I, I, I hadn't been there since March. Um, or I hadn't been on the track since March. I was there Already for, lost. for FD. And, and like, I was so tired. And we had been up since till 3 a.m. like three nights in a row. Yeah. Why did you and I stay up so long? I don't know. The social aspect, <laughs> man. The social aspect. I, I think the hours between 1 and 3 a.m. were my favorite, though. I, um, I, felt like, I felt like parents, right? You know, we go to bed after all the kids have gone to bed. Yeah, and then we're up before but, all the kids wake up. Like, uh, at 1 a.m., I'm like, man, I'm a little drunk. I need to sober up. And then at, like, 3 a.m., I'm like, I think I should go to bed. But I need to watch these idiots. There's still people hanging out. What if they do something bad? Remember, I think it was Saturday night, right? When we finished up a show and it was like 1.30 in the morning. Yeah. You're like, all oh, right, I'm we're so going to make one lap of the paddock. And it that took one two, lap took two hours. 4 <laughs> we went to bed at like 3.45. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I did three laps at, at Rotoland on Sunday, like last session advanced. Um, so Blake Meredith, uh, who, who who's helping us with grid, he runs an FP CRX. It's been on the Instagram a few times. Really nice build. So cool. So nice. Um, he's ran his best is like a thirty nine three, I think. Like really fast for his non VTEC one point six. You know, stock head everything. Um, Tom O'Gorman gets in his car, third lap. Goes point three seconds faster. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's never been to Rhode Atlanta more than like four times. Or Blake's been going to Rhode Atlanta for twenty years, yeah. and uh, and so Tom goes point three seconds faster. Blake's fastest entry into turn one was ninety one miles an hour in the CRX, um, ever. Like I think ever uh, on brand new sticker tires, right? And Tom's on like, okay, let's go to Grid Life, throw the turds on. <laughs> Tom goes 97 miles an hour <laughs> through turn one. Uh, Scott Giles and I, like, we both happened to watch that lap. And we were talking about it last week. Like, Scott was like, did you hear about the, Did Tom tell you the entry speeds? He went 97 through one. And I was like, I watched that lap. Like, like he's wide open all the way until like past the wall. And he goes, tap on the brakes, wide open throw cars, in. cars sideways. Like, Tom, Tom, I guess Tom said like he thought he wrecked it. So it it worked once. Yeah, it happened. <laughs> it worked once. It was a thing that happened. But it's not what should happen. But so I got was that next... was that after his ride with Von Gittin Jr. Uh, I think so. Yeah, that's yeah, probably was... what did it. Uh, he had been driving the Honey Badger, Scott and Re... Scott Giles Which, and Renee Hines. That search. car, by the way, looked amazing. Yeah, I can't believe that was the turd that I <laughs> Absolutely sold. Absolutely, I traded that car for this lift <laughs> right here. Sixteen hundred sixteen hundred bucks. I gave him basically a car with a roll cage that I. You know, I would charge that much for the roll cage. We need to ask them for some well, photos of that thing so we it can actually put it up. looks really good. I they, think that car needs a, a feature. Inside. They put a lot of work. That in. car is awesome. Did you it's see the big so wing too? Clean. Yeah, twenty dollar tall Kyle yep. wing on the back of that. Well, they were going to grid life, man. It needed <laughs> yeah. a wing. They had to fit a wing. In. That thing looked awesome. He he uh, he. They had a good time in that CRX. It's a first gen CRX instead of second gen. I'm I'm into the second gen CRXs, but I'm into first gens too because I have too much of them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we had a bunch of CRXs. Tom pulls in. From the car, and he gets out of the car. He's doing this, like shaking, shaking his, his head, head. Like, like, oh no, man. No. 
And and Blake is like, everything good? And Tom's like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Went really fast through one. Yep. <laughs> that was like me when I drove Christian Ship Z06 at ITR Expo yeah, last year. Old, <laughs> everything old, good? Yep. <laughs> big old tank slappers all over the place. Oh, it wasn't tank slappers. It was a nice, nice long drift. Big drift. In that, eight, that thing's got to be a drift In eight at Gingerman. C5 Z06. With Fastest corner on the track. So, but uh, yeah, I, so I hop into this into Blake CRX after Tom gets out of it, and like the first lap, I'm like, I don't even, I don't know, I don't know where I'm at. Like, <laughs> and then, and, and I'm strapping in, and Blake is like, you got to push on the brakes really hard. Um, the main difference between his car and my car, besides his car having like 25 more horsepower at the time, is he's got the tiny tires, which is a 13 inch, 13, like 20 yeah. inch overall height instead of 23s or whatever I have in mine. And, do they uh, have to run that for for FP? No, it's just what people do. There's okay. there's like no height limit, and okay. uh, it just changes run the your car final really drive. You know, yeah, you can run like an OEM final drive typically, like four two five instead of like a four seven four nine. Um, but uh, he had eliminated the brake booster, so he's got this big old plate in there and like an 06 Civic uh, brake master cylinder, which is like a tiny tiny one. So you got to push on the brakes, like you want to kick a hole in the floor. <laughs> Um, and, and I was like, won't be a problem. It'll be fine. I literally said to him, he's like, you've got to push on the brakes like crazy. And it's kind of weird. And I'm going to change it because I don't like it. Like, is it to the point where you can't lock them up? Yeah. Like, you can break as hard as you want. And I don't think lock I lock them up. That's awesome. Like, no, it's too much. No, it's great. Nope, it's too it's much. It's great. So I go into... It's like driving I'm, an ABS car. I'm warming, I'm warming the car up. I go down the S's and I think like, did I just do the S's wrong? Like, <laughs> on my first lap, like, so I'm... I'm 4,000 feet into the run, maybe, you know, like I'm a quarter mile out of this shit and I'm, I hit the brake zone in seven and I thought going into the dirt, the <laughs> thing's not stopping. Like I'm pushing hard, you know, like you would with a car, like yeah. any car that has a brake booster. Um, and then I felt like, Oh, and my brain's like, he said, you have to push harder. <laughs> and like my ass came off the seat. I like, like this, the harnesses, if they'd have been tighter, my ass would have stayed in the seat, but I pushed so hard, my butt came off the seat. <laughs> it's weird. It doesn't have a booster on. Isn't it crazy how, like, when things like that happen, though, when things are going very wrong in the car, yeah. like, time slows down. And, so and slow. You're, like, you hear your own voice in your head. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's like, ridiculous. I rem- I, like, <laughs> I'm going into seven. I'm thinking, this car's not slowing down at all. <laughs> this is really bad. So do you think that's what... What did Blake say? Do you Blake think that's what Tom to, did? Tom, Tom said, ooh, you've really got to push on those brakes. I think, and, and somebody else had driven it that weekend, too. Uh, Trevor DiGiovanni, Trevor whatever. He's the guy that he had... Did you see the red uh, ITS Integra that was parked by... Yeah, that was parked by... Yeah, by that Bowie's was Trevor trailer. Zolt's car, Zolt Ferency. Okay. Um, and Trevor had driven Blake's car, and Trevor, <laughs> Trevor came in... Uh, on Saturday, and he's and he he looks at me and he said, "That car's not right. Those <laughs> brakes aren't right. And it's not it's not good." <laughs> Does it use the rear brakes though? So it's not like yeah. Mike Taylor's car that just doesn't use rear brakes <laughs> yeah, at all. It's put together wrong. <laughs> hey, Mike, what's happening? You just rebuilt your car in two weeks for runoffs. Um, yeah, Mike's been texting me. Speaking of getting cars ready before yeah. runoffs, Eric, jeez, Eric, when he went the day after Grid Life to Mid Ohio. Mm-hmm. Did you what see you, like times? a 136 something? 136.06 or something? That is ridiculous. Yeah, he was on the show earlier. Man, we're really bouncing around. This is fine. Who cares? Um, uh, yeah, so Eric Cattill, who was on the show uh, at, that I did at Mid-Ohio with Lee and Mike and all that, um, he swapped. He, he, <laughs> he's, he's a 
totally dead broke club racer, right? He took the motor though. He, he he's of- got a Type R. <laughs> it's like a salvage title, like two Type Rs in one. But it's got a stock R motor, and he's like, I'm gonna, I want to run, the, I want to win the runoffs. Yeah, I can't win the runoffs on my D16 Z6. It's not gonna happen. I got this Type R. Pull the motor out. <laughs> And just this year, parts uh, car. That's right. Just, uh, he put the he put the D sixteen. Did he, did he really? <laughs> He's gonna get me pictures, and and we're gonna do a quick feature on tracking. But I told him if he gets really good pictures, we'll get it in. Uh, I'll get it in S three magazine. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the so he pulls his B eighteen C five out of it. Give me some of those Swedish fish, right? He pulls his B eighteen C five out of his uh, Type R, and puts it. He he bought a trans from. He works. Uh, Part t- he's a Honda engineer, and he's he's pretty young. He's just out of college, right? He he. Uh, so he works on the Hart team, the Honda automotive racing team, or whatever, uh, as crew for the IMSA races. And they had this old B eighteen or B sixteen trans laying around with like you know it needed to be. So he bought an OS kick and diff, got a new trans for it. Built the trans up, had had missed a bone, build the trans, uh, and uh, so he pulled the Type R motor out of his Type R. And he drops it into his EG, which had a stock single cam when, when we talked to him a month ago. It was only a month ago. And he throws the stock Type R motor in with just cam gears, puts it on the dyno, makes pretty decent horsepower, Type R horsepower. And he goes to – he adds a ton of weight because it's a 1.8 liter versus 1.6. you got to add a couple hundred pounds for STL, almost 300 pounds. And uh, goes to mid-Ohio for a test and tune. Freaking drops like – what would that be? Seven seconds or six. Was seconds? that at competition weight too? Uh, he was forty-five pounds under, so and relatively close. Yeah, really close. <laughs> uh, on new, on new, new BFGs, and uh, he posted it all over Facebook. So we're not telling anybody anything that anybody doesn't know. But um, yeah, so the the track record at in STL is like a one thirty-seven something. Eric was like a second under the track record. Wow. Um, and he's doing a bunch of stuff this week because he's qualified for runoffs. He's running. Uh, Eric might have a chance. <laughs> like he might have a legit chance. rookie season. Yeah, can you imagine that? Qualify just by the skin of your teeth in the divisional path, like just running against divisional buddies that are hanging out. Hart's gonna start recruiting him to to drive that's, for him. That's that's his thinking. He would yeah. like it. But yeah, if uh, <laughs> he almost did, he almost gave up on it on his second weekend or third weekend because his windshield flew up <laughs> or his hood flew up and smashed the windshield. And I made a freaking million phone calls and found him a piece of Lexan, like, day of. He changed it. Just barely qualifies. <laughs> and he runs under, like, a second under the track record. Um, so, yeah, mid-Ohio runoffs is going to be interesting. I'm going to yeah. go on Saturday. Okay. My wife doesn't know about it yet, but I'm going to go on Saturday. Take all the recording stuff. <laughs> well, the, uh, we've got a plan to, uh, to record during the STL race. Okay. With Bowie and with Scott Giles. <laughs> nice. Commentating. And Bowie's going to be on uh, Mike Taylor's radio. You should talk to Hayward and see if you can get in the tower. I did talk to Hayward it. already. Nice. Yeah, Hayward messaged me about talking about grid life and like, hey, how do we get those flat plume vapors at uh, <laughs> at uh, Track Night in America? Uh, I don't know. Not don't have know. it during work hours <laughs> when they're working. <laughs> I don't know how any of this works. I don't know how grid life is working. Um, but uh, so I got to talk to Hayward about other things. Um, but uh, Bowie's going to be on the radio with Mike Taylor during during the race and Giles is going to be on the radio with Greg and me you need to have open speakers yeah so when they're no talking. we're going to have them on, nice they're, we're going to be recording on them oh hell yeah we've been we've been talking about this in the runoffs thread on road race uh, the podcast that one that you can't the form that shall not be named um, 
But uh, so hopefully that works out. Hopefully I can get to uh, the runoffs on Saturday. I got to deliver a trans to Mister. I wonder that that's, that'll probably be the first podcast that's ever recorded live during a from race. a race while people are racing. Has to be. Yeah, like that's the not people on anybody, the show. Nobody's ever done that. No, nobody cares that nobody's ever done that. But, um, what? Uh, I I've had a thing that's been happening in my life lately. I Grid need, life. Well, that's a thing. That, <laughs> Grid life's been ruining my life. I only raced twice this year. I did drive it at Grid Life events, but I raced twice with mediocre results <laughs> because I'm not getting enough seat time. And uh, You should just sell all the cars. Life, do, life is so much easier when you don't have any cars. The other to mess day with. I was walking to work thinking, what if I sold all my cars? <laughs> <laughs> this, I'd have so much time and money. Trust me, it's nice. It really is. You can still go to all the events. I know I can go to the events because I have to run. And people will let you drive stuff. That's what I've been doing. But it's gotten to the point lately. Yeah. People will offer to let me drive stuff, and, and I just like, eh. I don't have the desire to. I'm <laughs> I'm so afraid. It, it's like AA, right? Yeah. You know, it's like it's like someone in AA going to like a beer crawl, you know, or a pub <laughs> crawl. You know, it's just like you, wanna, you don't want to lose horrible your, idea. You don't want to lose your twelve month chip. Yeah. I mean, at that point, like you take one drink, you might as well have all of them, I right? Know. So uh, yeah. Um. So I've. I'm in a weird spot. I sold the Lemons car. Oh, did you? I, I saw did. it posted. That was yeah. dirt cheap, by John, the way. John Coster bought it. Oh, really? Yeah. John Coster buys well, all the things. John Coster's girlfriend bought it. She's gonna. It's still in my shop, but she's going to pick it up, I guess. We should put stickers all over it. It's already covered in vinyl. Justin Bieber stickers. <laughs> That's a good idea. I'll, I'll go to Kmart tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, our buddy John Coster, who's a good like, competitor and super fast dude, um, he bought him and his girlfriend bought it, and uh, so it's still going to be in the family. the The plan, talking to my brother, the plan was to turn this CRX, my current SCCA CRX, into our like shared like you know lemons car, like get out of lemons, do like AER stuff instead. Um, maybe like SCCA bracket enduro. Because this would be yeah, I mean this would be WRL. You know, this thing would get destroyed in the lemons race. Like somebody would hit you. Yeah, it gets wrecked. Yeah. Because uh, well, there's I mean they discourage contact, but there's contact. Right? Yeah, so like um, trump car and these or AER strong. or something. Yeah, would... they're not strong cars. Yeah, especially with all the weight reduction. But bracket enduro would be interesting. Yeah, yeah, it, but but it's not a lot. Of, it's not big fields yet. You know, SCCA bracket. Good, you have cool, more of a chance though. of winning. That's true. <laughs> Maybe this car will win something someday. Um, bracket enduro is pretty cool though because uh, I was just talking to Michael from Ten Tenths today, and he was like, "Oh, you sold your lemons car. We want to do a race with you." I'm like, I st- "I'm going to have race cars. Like, it'll be fine." I'm like, "We're running a bracket enduro." You just crushed their racing dreams. Yeah, I did. What a but, dick! But bracket enduro is kind of cool because you can run anything you want as long as it meets safety tech, right? You don't need an SCCA license. license you can yep. buy a weekend membership, and at the end of it, if you've had, if you kept your nose provisional. Clean, you get your license. Yeah. Like you got an SCCA license, and that means you get a license anywhere. Yeah. Uh, if you race a few races, right? Um, so, and he was like, what? And the entry fee is like half of a lemons fee. Like, so it's cheap. so dirt cheap. So cheap. SCCA is hemorrhaging money on Bracken Duros, I think. But, uh, yeah, check out the Bracken Duros. Are they tying those with other events, though? Like, it's not just like so. they don't rent the track. They rent I, the track just for the Bracken Enduro? I think so. Wow. So, so far. There's only been a half a dozen of them. Okay. But uh, hopefully it's a program that takes off. But uh, I've, I have talked to a couple of people about having them at a Grid Life event. Um, yeah, we were trying to get that done this year. I wanted to do it at Gingerman. Oh, and, like, the, the local region was into it. 
Uh, but Chris was like, dude, we're not going to have any paddock space for 50 cars, for 50 extra cars. Yeah. And we wouldn't have. That that place has never been so full. Um, I mean, heck, Road Atlanta was freaking full. But Road Atlanta has an extra paddock on the other side. Yeah, it's kind of segregated. But but if it's a totally different thing and yeah. they're doing their own race, that would work pretty well. Yeah. So that might be a thing that happens, or we might just do our own race series because we found out how to get insurance cheaper. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think we did. Did you call Geico? Uh, yeah, dude. That, that freaking <laughs> lizard's going to write us a policy. There you go, man. So, anyway, um, I, I'm building another CRX. I bought another CRX. I posted it on the Instagram. Was it the green one? No, I bought a shell. Oh, the one that used to be yours? Yeah, I bought it from my buddy Jason Shields. Uh, the one that was yours? To make it Jason. And then... Actually, it was Tom Lamb's. Okay. Tom Lamb, my STL racer buddy, he bought, he bought it because it had a B16 swap in it, and the, the kid couldn't get it to run. We get it down. He goes to Minneapolis, and he finds out, holy crap, this is a really nice shell. See all that brand-new Skunk 2 suspension back there? Yeah, I, I was brand eyeing that new. earlier. That was on the shell. Huh. The car had never been on the road because the kid couldn't make it run. Like, it's $1,000 for the brand-new stuff. Uh, I think I'm selling it to Peter uh, Ducky Jimenez. Oh, right? yeah? Yeah, he wants to buy it. Um, all that suspension over there. But uh, so the shell comes back from Minneapolis. It had been in a barn for like a year. The kid couldn't make it run. Me and Tall Kyle, like... Switch a few things, like plug the injectors in the right order, like TPS and map are switched, <laughs> fires right out. <laughs> like four <laughs> minutes to make it run. And they're like, cool, motor sounds good, Tom. And he's like, pull it out. So we pulled the motor out, and we sent it back up to Michigan with Tom. Tom had dropped it off by us to make it run, make sure it was sweet. And, uh, and so then I'm stuck with a shell that Tom bought. I'm like, anybody want to buy a shell? Our buddy, Jamaica Jason, that he was down at uh, – was he on the podcast at all? He wasn't. I think he might have been briefly. Um, he, he was w- there hanging out. Yeah, he, he was the one who flew down like last minute to Good Life Atlanta. He loved that track, by the way. Yeah. And he might be coming on Sunday. He just texted okay. me, hey, can you mount two tires for me? Because I want to come on Sunday. Yes. Which means that. Is he going to run the Maxima? Yeah. It's the only Sweet. car he's got. Sweet. So that, he's got a Turbo Maxima that makes like 450 wheel. Um, the, uh, that, if he comes on Sunday, that means I barely have to work at all in tech because that dude's a tech beast. <laughs> but. <laughs> um, so yeah, the the the, uh, the shell went to him, and then he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna have babies. I'm gonna have another baby. I'm gonna have another baby. I got three babies. I can't I can't build a CRX anymore. Uh, buy this shell back for me, Adam." I'm like, "All right, fine. I just wrecked my car in March. Started sending him money. Pretty soon I got two CRXs. Crap. What am I gonna do with my CRXs?" Uh, and so I'm planning on building that shell. It's a really solid shell, and uh, I want it to be like the ultimate car I've always wanted to build. And I know a friend who I have a friend who sandblasts cars. Like, like I want to have this. I want to cage it, and then I want to sandblast. You it. should sandblast it and then get it powder coated, like where you guys got your trailer powder coated. I don't want to. It's do a little that. heavy, but I think I'm just gonna paint super it. Super durable. Would be durable. That's not a bad idea. Actually. Yeah, um, it's cheap, right? The place where you guys went. Yeah, it'd be like four or five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit, now I'm thinking about that. <laughs> I was gonna paint it white, but uh, I want to build my ultimate EF, right? And I want it to be the last time I build. Like, I want to be done with Hondas after this. I'll just keep it. I'll keep my red hatch. Be I'll be a freaking Team EF, and then I'm going to build a Lotus 7 replica eventually. Like but, Miata, like the, the low cost? Yeah, like that. Like, weld my f- like one inch, one inch by one inch tubing, like freaking zap that shit together, <laughs> and I got a track car that's got, like, I don't know, maybe a V8 in it. Um, K-Series? <sighs> David's talked to me about that already, too. Calzada has. But... Uh, yeah, so I want to build this EF CRX, and then I keep thinking, like, man, I don't have time for two, two race cars. I'd have two logbook race cars, right? I've already got the new drivetrain already for it. I D15B VTEC, sweet trans. 
bunch of crap. I was going to take, you know, all the kingpin spherical suspension off of this thing and blah, blah, blah. Um, More cars make it very, very complicated. When we were doing the K-series stuff, remember when we were doing the K-swap initially? Well, I had the K-swap car, and then I had my other, my NA Miata. I had the FRS and the S2000 all at the same time. flailing to get even oil changes done. Nothing got done on anything. I've got too many cars. My red hatch is over at the other shop. I can't find the time to freaking spend three nights rebuilding the intercooler piping that I want to change. So, you've sold race cars. Yeah. Well, a race car. Yeah. Well, you actually your FRS was, FRS was kind of a race. Yeah, car. Yeah, that went back to the dealer though. That's well, funny. it got <laughs> traded in. <laughs> you didn't really sell it. That car was so rough. But you you got rid of it. And I sold my Miatas. Now, seeing getting rid of a car that I love is a thing I've never done. It's hard. I've never done it. It's hard. Essentially, what happens like. At a certain point, you just make your mind up that you're yeah. going to sell it, and then you just you have to sell it. I've only ever loved two cars. Three cars. Night Ripper. Yeah, I've still got the Night Ripper, the red. <laughs> Super Street Magazine named it the Night Ripper. I don't know. It's so dumb. Your, Cummins, your Cummins truck? I've got that. I've got is, that is that one of the, tr- I, the cars, no, no, one uh, of the this, three? Yeah, this, it's this thing, my Cummins truck, and my red hatch. Yeah. Um, I love this car. I can't like staring at it like, yeah, it's a clapped out piece of shit. But on Sunday, I'm going to be so smiley driving this thing. I can't imagine selling it. And I've got two people that might want to buy it. And for enough money that I'd be like, (laughs) (laughs) fine. You know, I I've wanted to build like my dream car before. Yeah. And the only thing that holds me back is that if it is my dream car, I'm going to worry about it too much. Yep. That's I'm the problem. not going to drive it the same way. I can way. drive this thing faster yeah. than I can drive a perfect car. Yeah. Maybe. Although the perfect car is going to have a better motor. Well, I I, it's, better it's motor not that you here. can drive it faster. It's that you're willing to take more risk. Yeah. yeah. And risk, a lot of times in racing situations, translates but, to well, faster. Well, yeah, that's a, that is faster. <laughs> I, I've never gone faster a gingerman than I have after I wrecked this car, pulled a ba- You know, this car was a write-off in my mind mm-hmm. in the end of March. Yeah, I know. Like, you were like, oh, i got to get a new tub. Dude, yeah, you were, you were so shot. sad. I, th- I thought the <laughs> You were so sad. Until I measured the pickup points on the suspension, I thought the shell was, like, shortened because it looked like it was, but it wasn't. Um, it's like a 7 eighth scale. <laughs> <laughs> 15th, 16th scale. Yeah. One of those. It's like a model One you buy from two, Toys R Us. Yeah. It's already about that size. What, what are the uh, what's the S the SCCA class where it's like scaled down like seven eighth? I think size. like GTL. Yeah, yeah, yeah like it's GT like that. Light. Yeah, like all like carbon fiberglass over tube frame stuff. Yeah, yeah. The uh, this could actually be, I think it could actually qualify as a GT light car. Oh really? Uh, just because of what classes? I think STL cars can run GT light if they want. But they're going to be severely oh, outclassed. Well. That might be the only one. There's not very many GTL cars. Yeah, I mean, some of the GTL cars, aren't they like tube, tube yeah. chassis? Yeah, and, rear-wheel yeah. drive. They used to be front-wheel drive, like the Minis, and there's a couple CRXs that are rear-wheel drive. God, I love Minis. Uh, yeah, the uh, the Huffaker Mini. Uh, have you ever seen the cutaway photo no. of that? I think it's Joe Huffaker. It's like one of the most famous racing Minis in the world. It's rear-wheel drive converted. Uh, it was the first GT. Oh, is that the car. one that's like all carbon fiber? I think it is. It's black, like black carbon yeah. fiber. I have seen that. And, and there's it like looks a, insane. There, there's a photo of Joe Huffaker. I guess is real tall. And like, there's a photo where they they have like him superimposed sitting inside of it. Like you can see like where he and he's like the whole car. <laughs> like he's sitting on the rear axle, and like his head's two feet behind the door. <laughs> it's uh, it's bizarre, but. Uh, 
I have no idea what we're talking about again. Oh, selling race cars. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if I can sell it. I don't know, man. Maybe I should just crash it on Sunday. <laughs> That's good can. life. That very well might happen at Blackhawk. <laughs> Wouldn't it be interesting if I post if I post this on Tuesday and I crash the car on Sunday? And this this podcast, you probably, you probably shouldn't even bring it to the track now. You probably shouldn't even bring it to nah, the track. This car was built to be tracked, man. Uh, if I if I crash it, I could probably still pull all the crap off of it. That I was, and I just put all the kingpin and good shocks <laughs> on the next car. Um, but I don't know. It's a, I'm in a weird place mentally. I've never sold a car I loved. Yeah, I've never done it. Oh man. I mean, this is the one of those three cars. This is the one that you've owned the least amount. It is. Yeah. You probably spent the least amount of time working on it. You spent a lot of time on it. Yeah. You have yeah. the least amount of time invested. Yep. Compared to you know the come and swap and then Night Ripper. But it's a lot of firsts for me. Yeah. Um, this is my first club race car. Um, well, you did marry your first girlfriend, so. I did. I had a few other girlfriends in the middle. We weren't dating at the time. Yeah. Um, well, maybe if you sell it, it'll come back. I don't think it would. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would because I wouldn't buy it back. It's not that nice. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know how to feel about it. It's... Uh, uh, no, my my S two thousand I owned for eight years before I, I sold it to man. David. Yeah, uh, it actually looked pretty good at at yeah. Life Road Atlanta. Yeah, you know he he's keeping the livery. Yeah, the li- <laughs> the livery. The livery. It's you livery mean the now. Fenders that are different colors. Yeah. It, hey, it's so awesome. Devin is ripping it off. Okay? I know. What a copycat, freaking Devin. Devin so, mentioned on the podcast. We haven't had that. In a while. I know. So did so you get see this. how fast Devin ran at Grid Life? Yeah, thirty fives. No, I think it was thirty threes. I don't think it was 33s, Maybe, was it? Might it? have been 35. I don't know. I might be thinking of, uh, did he run 33s, 35s at, at Gingerman? He ran really fast at Honda Meet during VTEC. I wasn't there. He ran really well at VTEC Club. It's that turbo from a certain manufacturer. Yeah, it's I good. Know. Good stuff. What's he got on there, Borg Warner? No. <laughs> not yeah. not a Borg Warner. Do you guys make the turbos for the TDIs? Um, some of them were OE. All right. From my company, yes. Yeah. Um, currently, a lot of the new TDIs, I don't really know. I don't deal with, with most of the... That stuff's boring. I don't deal with the OE stuff. I deal with the, the performance and, yeah. and racing side. Yeah, that's boring. Who cares about that OE stuff? <laughs> Give me some of them Swedish Oh, speaking stuff. of that, though, uh, we are working on a new catalog uh, for the, the vehicle-specific uh, yeah. tur- turbos for the TDIs. Yeah. Guess whose station wagon is the feature vehicle? I would bet it is Austin Cabois, esteemed automotive journalist. It is. <laughs> Excellent. It is. <laughs> do you have a grid life sticker on that thing? I do. There's Excellent. two. There's one on the windshield. <laughs> That's perfect. Is so, there a Camiata sticker on that? I can't. No. There no, because that photo was taken on the way to Laguna Seca oh, when I okay. put the Camiata sticker on. Are, are you planning on going to Laguna Seca all this fall? I am. Are you going to go there for Tom Potentially two weekends in a row. It doesn't seem like a thing that will help. Miata's Laguna Seca is the weekend before. Before the before uh, the PwC World was. Challenge, yeah. So I'm trying to figure out yep. how much vacation I should take, when I should go, if there's a customer in the area I can visit. Okay. Um, which there is. I just have to see if schedules align. Yeah, they're not. It's coming up quick. Trip. You're gonna have to pay for that trip yourself. No, I just drive the wagon. <laughs> so you're gonna pay for it yourself. So um, yeah, but driving it in the wagon, that's like five dollars in fuel to get there and that's back. That's true. How far is that? About six hours. Yeah, if I take the coast, it's like 374 miles. Wow. California's a big state. Yeah, it is. That is a really like, big state. I, I guess it's kind of like driving to uh, 
Tennessee from here. Yeah, just about. <laughs> it's really far. Just about. Hey, hand me the Swedish fish. I want two more. All right. I need Swedish fish in my life. Austin always brings candy when we record in person. Well, dude, Walgreens is right around the corner. That's true. I got some pork cracklings, too. Screw it. I'm taking four. <laughs> You're good, man. No worries. Swedish fish. These are Swedish fish brand. Do you see that? Swedish fish brand. I've yeah. never seen that before. They're delicious, Pretty delicious. Man. Pretty delicious. It's one of my favorite, favorite foods. I don't know what is in there. I always tried to find a vape flavor that was this. <laughs> Are you still vaping? No. Oh, man, you're not living that I never life. vaped. I've <laughs> <I would> never <laughs> vaped either. Um, so uh, what uh, What are you looking forward to on Sunday at Grid Life at Blackhawk? Count to how many ball joints get broken. I've heard the curbs there are insane. They're not curbs, they're ramps. Like, don't hit the curbs. Yeah. All right. Stay off the curbs. They're they're steep. Um, they're they're not curbs. They were that track is so old. They were curbs before curbs existed. When was that place built? Fifties? Probably. Yeah, like late fifties, early sixties. It's old. Now, what's the facility like there? It's nice. They've uh, I think they put some money into it in recent years. So it's I talked to the track manager nice. the other day, and uh, yeah, it, it sounds like it's a pretty good place. Like mm-hmm. They've got. Probably better facilities than our home track. <laughs> but, um, I can't remember because I've only been a, a handful of times where I think it's similar to Groton, okay. where you have to cross the track to get into the paddock. Yeah, it is. It so is. during hot track, you obviously can't yeah. go in or out. Or, or you have to do it quickly. Do they let you run across? I think at some events they do. <laughs> <laughs> That's what some of the ramblers uh, Are they going said. to let good life? Are uh, they going I to let us at good life? I think it might be our call. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I've uh, we're running an event at a track I've never been to, and it makes me a little nervous. That's okay. It'll just prove the concept. <sighs> yeah, we're just gonna have to do everything the same way we always do. I think we need to take the pace car light though and put it on the Rav Four I rented. I've got six pace car lights. We should run all six at once. I'm into that. I think they're suction. Co- Maybe they're magnets. I don't remember. That's a rental car. I don't care. Yeah, we've got five or si- four or six with an Integra Type R on them. Yeah, they probably true. got stolen. That's true. Yeah. Why was there a Type R on the box for the pace car? Lights? I don't know. It's a JDM <laughs> Type R too, man. So weird. Chris bought them on eBay, I think. So yeah, I, uh, Chris is a huge eBay fan. eBay is pretty rad, man. Have yeah, you seen eBay and Amazon. Like all of his, most of his camera gear accessories yeah. came off of Amazon. Amazon one. Click Our radios and came eBay from buy Amazon. It now, baby. Yeah. It, uh, Do you remember that? Do you remember that time we got him to buy all those transponders? <laughs> I forgot about that. And they turned out to be RC car transponders. And, and they wouldn't work. Go kart transponders worked. Yeah. Yep. But RC the yellow ones. Worked. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was like twenty five hundred dollars in transponders for like forty transponders though, yeah. with a charging station. And then it turned out they wouldn't work. Yeah. Because they didn't have a very good description. We didn't know what they were. Wow. Wow. <laughs> trombone noise. Have you seen that? Uh, uh, have you seen the trombone exhaust note? Uh, videos. I don't think so. Oh, you gotta see some of these. I is it good? Oh, it's so hilarious. Man. Um, all right. I, I need to not derail the podcast. Um, are you guys doing anything different for chief instructing stuff? Uh, I don't think so. I think we're just running the norm. Uh, it's a, a little bit lighter field. I think we have 15 instructors yeah. and 15 students this weekend. You'd play a trombone? <laughs> that's trombone. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff makes me laugh so much. Oh, dude, that's nuts. <laughs> yeah, trombones sound like GTRs. So, I feel uh, like I've gotten ah. 
Oops. I'm bad at technology. Man, GTR GTRs are just ridiculous now. Have, have you been in Did a you, GTR? There's a ridiculous GTR for sale in Minneapolis right now that I saw posted. I've not seen that. It says like three hundred thousand dollars invested. They're selling it for seventy grand. It's a super touring oh, one car goodness. with NASA. Fully caged. Really? Pinskis. Yeah. It's black. Comes with twenty five thousand dollars worth of, of wheels. Penske's cost like ten K for that car. Yeah. My goodness. So the owner, the owner cites that he's selling it because he's getting into uh, boat racing or aquatics, aquatic marine, marine racing, I guess. So the owner's getting into even more expensive motorsports. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of money. Yeah, but seventy grand for a car like that. I wonder if you could finance that. If it still has a title, I wonder how many CRX probably could need to sell in order to buy that. All of them. At least thirty. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could probably get away with selling. What's seventy? You, you'd by five? you'd be paying a CRX 14. every time you wanted to put tires on the thing. Fourteen CRXs need to sell to buy it. Fourteen nice CRXs <sighs> or nice race cars. Oh, like that's just the kind of money that I I can't. I got to be able to throw it away. No, working working in the turbo industry now too. There is a bunch of stuff that uh, I have, I guess, discovered now that I, I didn't know before horsepower wise yeah so now like if someone's car makes like five six hundred horsepower i'm like oh that's cute <laughs> <laughs> i've seen three thousand horsepower tractor pull things those guys love blowing turbos up too yeah well not blowing turbos up they like to run them without waste gates have you have you seen any uh, much with the compound turbocharging where one turbocharger feeds the yeah. other feeds the other and yeah. they make like 120 pounds there's actually a, a truck that we sponsored that did that that had he was making like 1,300 horsepower over well over 2,000 pound feet of torque. Oh, easily. 130 PSI. Yeah, diesel trucks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had to switch intercoolers because if he used cast in tanks, yeah. it kept blowing. Yeah, so they yeah. had to find one for it that had um, cast in tanks instead of sheet metal. Like in 60 tanks. to 80 PSI is like, okay, I'm going to drive this truck to work. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's insane what boosts <laughs> It's there ridiculous. Like when one turbocharger feeds the next, it just compounds yeah. the boost well what's weird too you know a lot of times you, you would think it'd be a smaller turbo yeah. feeding a bigger turbo Other way it's the opposite way yeah, yeah it's a bigger turbo yeah. feeding some air into a smaller turbo i don't understand any theory behind and then there's there's like triple turbo setups it's it's ridiculous yeah cody from love fab who was just on the show that we, you released today uh he's done some of that stuff with cummins turbo stuff mm -hmm. um he <laughs> four four or five years ago he sent me a video of this uh, this crazy coming, and, and they're running like stock motors too. Like you can make like two thousand foot pounds in a stock five or six seven Cummins. Mm -hmm. um, the turbo was literally the size of it was like a fifteen inch turbo. Like the thing was stupid. It might be a foot across. I don't even know what it was. And it's feeding another turbo, and I don't know how he fit all this crap in there. And the thing makes a couple thousand you know foot pounds of torque, and then. The dude had it on the dyno, and I something blew up, like the turbo blew up or something. Uh, no, it, it shot a rod through the fender. <laughs> like a rod went through the fender because it made so much power. Oh, the bottom insane. ends of the 6.7s isn't that strong or something. That's insane. But, uh, he, I think he bought it from the dude because the dude was like going through divorce or something. And uh, he bought it and fixed it and sold it. And there was this big drop, but it was like the only one that ever shot a rod, like out the block, out the frame rail, or out the <laughs> inner fender, and then dented the fender. What is it? There's, I think there's videos online, too, of like drag racers uh, running turbos that 
my company does not make, by the way. Yeah. Uh, a competitor does. Um, but like, just like not the whole gated. the whole like turbine wheel, just like yeah. coming out to the back of the exhaust. Oh yeah. At a certain point in the run, just like getting shot out. One time I broke a turbo wheel, but that was only because I was taking it apart and I. Uh, I spun the nut the wrong way on the compressor wheel and it broke the shaft. Oops. Yeah. Turns out those are backwards threads. Oops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's I essentially it, it's tightening itself. Yeah. While it's because if it, if the threads were in the same direction off as the rotation, the yeah, yep. off comes the nut. Just like that's the same way uh, bicycle pedals are. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. Yeah, think backwards on those. Yep. Yeah, I I just put new pedals on my uh, stationary bike downstairs. Oh yeah. Forgot about how you have to do backwards. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I used to be a bike mechanic. Do you know that? Really? My first job ever was working at a bike shop. Nice. I hated the manager. Dan's was, Comp? No, I've ordered a lot of stuff from Dan's Comp. Dude, I used to pour over the Dan's oh, Comp yeah. ads. Dude, I, I, I get Every, a piece of paper. I guarantee 500 of our listeners like, Dan's Comp. Jeez, I haven't thought about that in five <laughs> yeah. years. Um, BMX yeah. Plus. Yeah. The, Ride. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Big man. Time, man. That was yep. all I read in high school and stuff. Well, BMX Plus was like your generic catch-all, right? So it was yeah. like... It had the crappy paper. BMX Plus was like your your car and driver magazine for yeah. BMX racing. Uh, well, it was more like the... Or for, for BMX in general. Yeah. It did like... They did Flatland. They had Freestyle. Everything. They had Trails and Dirt and Racing. Ride BMX had the glossy paper, like yep. Grassroots Motorsport. And then there was, wasn't there Transworld BMX, too? I never read Like that. Transworld Skateboarding, but they I came think, out with a BMX magazine, too. I think that was kind of what Ride was, wasn't it? Was it? I can't I remember. remember. Do you remember Crank TV? No, no. Crank TV on, like, Fox Sports or whatever. It was I never a BMX. Cable. I never cable. Uh, it was a BMX, like, yeah. show that was short-lived. But I remember they filmed it a couple of the national races. I was yeah. on, I think it came out on Wednesday. And so, like, I tape it all the time, but yeah. I was on it. Really? Yeah, like a couple like B roll, like B reel stuff. That's rad. Yeah, it was like, oh, that's my heat. That's me. <laughs> that's so rad. That's awesome, dude. We probably still have those at our house somewhere. Man, that was my life for like ten years, riding BMX. Mm-hmm. I mean, hitting dirt, dirt jumps, and just street riding was what I, what I did. I never actually raced, um, but man, my shins still hurt from it. So that's why when I when I started racing. I started racing clipless, and it helped so much. Yeah, I believe that. You know, you're, well, a you're able to push and pull on the pedals now, at the same time. Why did they call c- the clipped-in pedals clipless? I don't know. I never knew that. I don't know. I just thought it didn't make any sense. It was just like parking in a driveway and driving on a parkway. Man. That's true. I, <laughs> that's true. I didn't <laughs> think about that. Yeah, I always thought, what the hell do they call it clipless for? Yeah, because they're they have clips. Clipless doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, BMX was a big thing in my life. I think for for a lot of people it was. I, it seems like a, I don't. I think probably ninety percent of my car buddies were BMX guys, mm-hmm. or they rode bikes, you know, mountain bikes or whatever. Still that flat flat yeah. flat brim vape crew. I don't know why it seems like they just kind of transition into this hobby, but it, it seems to be kind of constant. Um, I mean, you grew up like modding bicycles, yeah, and yeah, then, it's true. Yeah. It, there's part of the the mechanical modification aspect of it. Um, when you were building cars, like what was your, what did you enjoy more? Um, the building, the thinking about the rules, the, you know, the modifications or, the, or the driving, the, stuff. the driving and the ego bruising. Yeah. That's what I love the most. I just love, <laughs> that's what I love the most, man. See, I've, I, I do enjoy the ego bruising at uh, HPDEs because all the advanced, like, like even at Honda meets and grid lives, like I go out in advanced group in the 1.5 liter CRX freaking roll everybody yeah and i feel like such a king (laughs) 
<laughs> and everybody's like, dude, what's that guy in a K-Series? I'm like, no, it's a D15. It's NA. And, like, and most of them are like, what's that? If they're not in the Honda crowd, yeah. they don't know <laughs> they don't what know a D-Series is. is. What's a, is that a 1.5? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, but uh, I, I really I, – I always like the building and the modification and the, the yeah. wrenching. You know, I – I liked the wrenching. That's kind of like what got me into it was like modifying cars and helping yeah. buddies work on cars. But at a certain point, I was going to the track so much, yeah. like literally every weekend, I just got lazy and just stopped like doing anything to the car unless <laughs> it absolutely needed it. Yeah, it makes sense. So uh, there is a there's a fine line because I get like two to two to four weeks between events typically. Um, and so like right now, I haven't looked at this car since mid Ohio. After I, I did an alignment tonight for a buddy and who's going to be a beginner at our event this weekend. And after that, I just started like, oh, I guess I should look at this thing. And so I just nut and bolted it quick. You know, I just went over everything, played with some of the sway bar adjustment stuff. And um, there gets to be like for me, it's it's kind of like I got to find the fine line of does it need a lot of work? Like I can't I couldn't have a car like that just needed to be rebuilt every time. Yeah, that's just that would suck yeah. all the fun out of it. But I loved my old turbo car, my hatchback. It was super fun uh, because it was fast. But it was never more fun than when I took the turbo off. And it was NA. Yeah. And it was an NA 2.3 liter uh, Civic. It was f- so fun. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know for, the hobby guess, seems to constantly change for me. Yeah. You know, I, I think it kind of changes with your available time. And I think it depends on what kind of person you are, too. Like, I, I see people like, like Bill Griffith, Griffin yeah. that, like, when he goes home from the track, like, Completely goes over everything in the uh, car. Nut and bolt the whole car. Yeah. yeah. And for me, I'd just be like, well, I think it needs fuel. Yeah. And, like, and Brad Adams is like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, it's really cool. Maybe though, I'll too. change the rotors. It's really cool because it, yeah. it kind of shows you that there's no, there's no specific way yeah. to get into tracking and maintain tracking. You yeah. know, like. You, you got to bring a safe like car I, to the track. Yeah. But. I mean, my S2000, it had bad bushings for a long time. I just kept driving it. Like, whatever. Yeah. It's working fine. If it's not unsafe, you know, it, it's weird too. Like there's, I have some friends that always have tons of car problems, always have to do something on the car because, you know, and, and at a certain point you're like, man, that car is really unreliable. Yeah. Then you start realizing like, uh, I could do some of that stuff too. Maybe my car's unreliable too, but <laughs> well, it's fine. Like I never, I never did of, anything to my S2000. What's the definition of reliability? Yeah. Did it, did it break or should it be fixed? Well, like, <laughs> it's one or the other. so I drove with a... At Nationals in 2012, I had a, a CV boot go bad yeah. and, like, literally, like, had a tear in it. <laughs> Slinging grease everywhere. Whatever, dude. Yeah. Just kept going. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> I didn't touch it all weekend. Should have put some duct tape on it. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. So, and then when I did finally replace it, I couldn't find the clamp. Yeah. So, I had a buddy, a buddy and I just safety wired it where the clamp would go on the I CV boot. I thought you were going to say you zip stripped it. No, because I've done not that. quite, not I've done quite, that. but I fixed my hood this weekend. Oh yeah. Uh, today. I mean, did you see it? No, I hop up there and look at my, I fixed the crack in my hood. That, that cord won't reach. That's a really pretty hood. I forgot. Yeah, go look, go look at the middle of it though. I fixed the crack with a big band aid. That's <laughs> a three foot by one foot grid life band aid. I, I had those made for, uh, uh, he's a he's a listener of the show now. Our buddy Abram Schmucker, who crashes Evo at oh uh, yeah. Speaking of that, at, uh, Atlanta. Speaking of that, we have things to talk into. about with Abram. 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 Not M one Abrams. What do you got? Abram. What do you got to talk to him about? Well, like one lap stuff. That's right. I forgot he invited us on one lap. Yeah. 
I don't know if I can do that and have a family and be married at the same time. <sighs> I really want to, but it's five days of vacation. It's a lot of time. Like I thought about just He's like gonna be all bum listening to this. I thought about hitting one weekend. weekend about it. It's still a long ways off. Yeah, I know. It's in May or April, May. Yeah, I think it's in May this year. Then, week. like my buddy, my buddy Chris Fairbanks actually messaged me a couple weeks ago to see if I wanted to drive in a karting race in Cincinnati at Full Throttle that they're doing. Oh yeah, some like endurance karting thing. Yeah, I'm like man, it's like plane tickets and like it ends up being. A I don't commitment. know what my schedule's gonna be like, and I know it sucks when you have a job. It sucks even worse when you have a job and another job. Well, what sucks is when a kid. when I didn't have a job, I had a little bit of money, but I had tons of time to spend the little money that I did have. Yeah. Now that I have a job again, You're I have money am- again. You were Amazon one clicking your ass oh, off. Dude, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> it was great, man. Austin spent an f- entire S2000 on hair products. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to keep up with Mark Croon, dude. That's right, dude. It's Mark and Tom. Yeah. Yeah, most quaff hair when you pull off that freaking <laughs> SA2010 helmet. I need to find one. I, my next helmet, I think I'm going to get a custom mold so yeah. that I can keep my, my man bun in. <laughs> that makes me sick. <laughs> I hate you for that. shouldn't say things like that. It'd be so awesome, though. I bet you, I bet you, uh, I bet you somebody will do that for you. It's going to be like a $2,000 helmet. be great, dude. I just know you're actually going to pursue this, and you're probably going to spend three hours Googling it and like talking to companies. <laughs> We'll write an article about this if you We will. Uh, custom. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they make custom molded, like, shoes for certain people. Everything. You can they make custom molded earplugs. Uh, Why not custom molded helmets? Just yesterday, our buddy Dill uh, was, was texting me. Have you ever heard of Safecraft um, harnesses and nets and stuff? It's a company in Chicago that makes custom harnesses and nets and stuff. For, like, for racing? Yeah. And Is they, it, like, circle track stuff? No, it's, like, freaking... It's the bees like Willens like oh level? it makes Willens look like freaking G force really <laughs> oh it's insane it's so nice harness is like five hundred thousand dollars maybe we need to go talk to them They're really nice looking stuff um, and I uh, you know Louie right yeah yeah Louie knows somebody that works there but uh, yeah man it, there's a there's a price point for all takers in the car world uh, even helmets. There's some expensive helmets. Like the Stan Twenty One helmets are p- quite expensive. Twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, it's insane. So I need hey, a new helmet. What uh, What do you have right now? Uh, a zero nine carbon fiber, cheap carbon fiber. Back in the day that I bought, like in two thousand eleven, when I was first getting into everything. What uh, What ratings on it? Two thousand five. Oh, that still works. But yeah, for the next like through the end of October. That's true. Yeah, that's probably that, that's gonna be a paperweight. So, and that's the thing, like. When I show up to events and I fly, I usually don't bring a helmet. Yeah. And if I don't have anything to drive in L.A., you know, working at it, if I end up working at Porsche there, may or may not wear helmets. Yeah. Um, just depends. Yeah. When you do the Porsche driving stuff, do you have a helmet for anything or no? No. Just because it's not it's not a track. Yeah. It's a handling circuit. Okay. Um, so, so there's no brake markers, no apex curbings. It sounds like a track. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it, though. <laughs> think about it, though. You you put a helmet on somebody that's never driven a performance setting before. It does All of a sudden, they're a race car driver. Yep. That's why I've been pushing for first session, no helmets with, you know, things that we do. Still working on it. Still think it's a valid point. But, but insurance. Other companies do it. Yeah, I know. But our insurance. There's no parade laps. I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd have to read the... Uh, I Same thing s- as car show parade laps. Yeah, that's true. 
So uh, did you hear we almost got a ten thousand dollars? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was there. I was helping release cars. I don't know if you heard about it. Yeah, yeah. So there's a quiet hour in uh, in Atlanta, and on Sunday we let the car show the top at Road Atlanta, not like yeah, all yeah, of Atlanta. Yeah. Wow. There probably should be a quiet it's, hour. I mean, probably. the conservative South, you never know. Yeah, so there's a church nearby, I guess, so there's a quiet hour on Sunday um, during church times. And uh, so we, <laughs> we were going to let the car show winners out for parade laps, which we do a similar thing in, uh, in, in Gingerman and everything. Um, <laughs> and the car shows, the car show winners had the loudest damn cars I've ever heard. <laughs> like, there was that one Mustang. And that RX-7. They were the loudest cars I've yeah. ever heard. Yeah. And, they, and they, we had pace cars out there. And the pace cars were like, all right, go. We, we instructed them. It was like Bowie and Christian. Yeah, but if you looked, like, Bowie was getting it pretty good. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> Bowie had a quiet car. And he had a Mustang following him that was making 200 decibels. It was the loudest <laughs> was thing loud. I've ever heard. And my bro- <laughs> all of a sudden, my brother from the tower, he's like, Adam, we got a problem. You need to shut this thing down. <laughs> Ronaldland's mad at you. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was too loud, too. I just remember hearing Chris on the radio like, never again. <laughs> no more car show. <laughs> no more car show parade laps. And it was only like three laps. Yeah. And like during that three laps, like, I kept looking over. I'm like, man, this is really loud. But people were like in my face like, blah, blah, blah. Let's talk about time attack. Blah, blah, blah. Advanced time. Advanced group. When is the next thing this? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, man, that Mustang's loud. And all of a sudden I get the call. I'm like. And they're like, shut it down, dude. <laughs> because it's it's an immediate expulsion from the facility if like if the cops are called by you know whoever has the the right to be quiet, you know, the right for the track to be quiet, and a ten thousand dollar mandatory fine. So that could have been a really bad day. <laughs> Electric vehicles only, man. Yeah. Electric vehicles only. So no more, no more, no more car. You guys blew it. You Mustang and you RX seven. You blew it, dude. You blew it, dude. You blew it. Yep, you were a dummy. <laughs> <sighs> I guess I should have been telling everybody in grid to tell them to not be loud. I was. We had a meeting. Yeah, I know. I had a meeting with them. How many? We had a lot of meetings in Atlanta. We did. Um, t- it felt like a normal day in the corporate world. I told Time Attack how I wanted them to run. I said, don't go slow. Oh. Warm up loud. Stay together. Do you see the in car from the other oh, car? Oh, did I ever? Will? That was I called an emergency meeting after Will yeah. Young showed me that showed me his footage. So during the time attack uh, meetings after uh, Friday and Saturday and Sunday, I think we had a meeting after the driver's meeting. Uh, I said I really need you guys to stay bunched up when I le- when I release your group. Right, you stay nice and close. You're gridded by time. The guy in front of you has gone faster than you. You're going to be fine. Build a couple hundred foot gap at the most. I saw a video of like thousand foot gaps, two thousand foot gaps, quarter mile gaps, and well, <laughs> like just nobody listens to any meetings anymore. I, I don't even know what we're doing. Uh, anyway, like, good life happened in Atlanta though, so that was good. And it's so nice that it's over. My face, but I'm still I'm still tired sometimes from Facebook it. Thinking feed about it, is still populated with shit from that event. Yeah, there was that video that Donut Media released so this week, rad, dude. And then Driving Line put out that article yeah. this week. So rad. Yeah, that that video made me so happy. Did you see the footage? So awesome. Oh, so good. Especially when the the camera car was going down into 10A and cars kept appearing. <laughs> so off great. to the left. Yes, I thought, oh my gosh, how did they do that? The only thing that I don't like about the video, the video was great, 
but the video makes it look like it's all drifting. There was one grip car in there. Dills. Dills. <laughs> Dills car. <laughs> yeah. I drove that car today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was, it's been in my garage. In the storage? Yeah. Since, because uh, it, it, it came home on my trailer. Um, uh, it's been in my shop since then, and he came to pick it up tonight. He was going to come over for a podcast. I don't know where he went. <sighs> freaking Dill. These are lame, man. Yeah, freaking Dill and Asher. Super lame. Um, I was expecting pizza when I showed up. I know. I was, too. And then talk off like, and then Justin left, and I'm like, I'm not buying. I don't, I'm not that hungry. <laughs> Austin's gonna bring Swedish fish. Yep. Do you want Always. pizza? I'll, I'll, it's ten o'clock. I'll nah, it's pizza. too late, man. No, it's eleven twenty. It's too late. Where's my wife? My wife's not home yet. Bachelorette party? Not really. Oh. No, they're. I think they're doing like a <laughs> painting party at her friend's house that has like twins and another child and like it's a mom party. <laughs> it's a freaking mom party. It's getting off the chain, baby. Um. Yeah, it Atlanta was insane, dude. Yeah, wow, we're over the, we're over an hour in this. So when we start talking, we just keep it just talking. keeps going, man. Do we want to record any more shows this weekend? Sure, why not? I don't know when we're good. I do. I need to find a Mini Cooper driver to interview. Yeah, you keep talking about Mini Coopers. I'm What's all your about this new Mini them? Cooper now. So last weekend, Jessica got a little mad at me. Yeah. So why? she told me not to be there when I when she got home. Jeez, that sounds like she real, walk man. the dog. What did you do? I think it was on my phone. I was watching a video on YouTube all right. while she was taking a nap. And we were, we were laying in bed together. She was taking a nap. And all of a sudden, she jumps up and goes, hey, let's go for a hike. And I said, okay, uh, let me finish watching this video. There's 10 minutes left. And she got pretty upset, saying that I'm always on my phone. I think, I think you might live the same life I live. <laughs> so she was like, I'm going to walk the dog. I don't want you to be here when I get home. Jeez. So I took the that wagon. I drove the wagon for the first time in like a month. Wow. And I went and did Angeles Crest Highway. Yeah. And I went and did um, Glendora Mountain Road. And I went out and did uh, the Snake, or Mulholland Highway. Yeah. Um, and you like, really do want to be Matt Fair when you grow up, don't you? Dude, I was doing Canyon stuff way before <laughs> Matt Fair even lived in L.A. I'm just kidding. Come on. <laughs> he talks about all those roads on yeah. his show, though. But anyway, I was hanging out with some dudes up there. And a couple of them had Mini Coopers. Yeah. And, like, I never really, like, paid a lot of attention to Mini Coopers and stuff. But I, I started realizing, like, hey, I can go drive in the mountains for free on the weekends. It doesn't take a whole lot of, like, time. Gas. That's yeah. Right. Just gas, tires. Um, and I was like, you know, what would be a good car that's, like, really, really excels well in the canyons? And, like, I can still take to a track day and <laughs> can bruise egos if yeah. driven well. I can see the Mini Cooper being that. Mini Cooper, dude. Um when <laughs> well, uh, a friend of ours from the forum that shall not be named, Kyle, uh, he I think it was him that that messaged me. Oh, Austin's moving to L.A. All he's going to talk about is canyons, canyons, <laughs> canyon, canyons. That's all those L.A. assholes talk about. Well, it was like Deals Gap. It was Deals Gap, Deals Gap, Deals Gap before. Canyons, 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 canyons. Uh, so that's what, where I got my start, though. I do like how those Mini Cooper, uh, how the Mini Coopers look. Yeah, I love they get the factory flare look. Uh, the the proportions are perfect, and they're just, they're super tiny. They're they're, they're like a CRX. It's awesome. Like, yeah, it weighs like twenty five hundred pounds. Yeah, with like tons of sound deadening, super yeah. quiet. It's a Beamer. Yeah. So um, like, I was looking at GTIs, but GTIs are like three thousand pounds minimum. Yeah, they're five. Then I was pounds. looking at Fiesta STs, and I was like, ah, I don't really yeah, trust Fiesta STs past like sixty thousand miles. And they're expensive. Yeah, well, they're like fifteen, and they roll over when you put our compounds on. Yeah. 
That's yeah. another thing. You can do an autocross, and then you, if you hit a Chicago box, you roll over and hit Milwaukee. Yeah. So. I mean, because both of those things, like, you can make pretty quick. Yeah. But then the Mini is just something a little bit different. Um, they make the 05, 06 John Cooper works. Did you um, talk to Brian Gillespie about putting a K-Series in? Like I, I didn't because I'm, I'm so scared that if he says, yeah, let's do it, that I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm so scared. I don't think there's anything. Don't be it's, afraid, It's one man. of those things like do it and I'll just do it and like worry about the ramifications later. See, all you're making is custom mounts and axles. This is yeah, a big project. it's super easy. I think, and you can buy like a freaking like bloaty up motor. Yeah. So, so, for like so what, what Adam's talking about, we, we have this stupid Give idea to Swedish put a fish, by the way. K series. Do what? Any more Swedish fish, by the way. To put a K series. <laughs> Yeah, and a I new a, new gener- a new Mini Cooper. I heard Lane from Driving Well Awesome is all about them K24s. So. Yeah, well he's, well, he's got one now. Yeah. Want the last one? So, sure. All right, split them. But I don't know. I, I think it'd be awesome. I would be. But here's the thing. Like, if I do it, it's probably going to be hard to get AC to work. <laughs> you know? You live on the beach. You don't need AC. Yeah, but the canyons are in the desert. Who cares? Going That's fast. where I'm going to drive it. You're going fast. Yeah, unless I get stuck behind somebody. Don't be an any dude. But fine. I don't know. So, but they do. You ever been on track and thought, "Ooh, I could go for some AC and tunes right now?" No, dude. My S two thousand still had air conditioning in it. You know how nice it was at Road Atlanta, sitting in grid with the nice. air conditioner. <laughs> that would on. be really nice. <laughs> it was perfect. Yeah, that would be really nice. You can get a cool suit. I could. Brian from Hasbro could make AC work. Yeah, if that engine will fit between the strut towers. Anything can be happy. I'm pretty sure it would fit. Oh, yeah, probably. K-Series aren't that big. So, I mean, we might have, like, a transmission side axle that's, like, six inches long. They're not that little. Like, it's not – you can put a K-Series in a CRX like this. Yeah. They can't be narrower. Those things are wide. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They're wide. They're short. I think they're, like, 10 feet long. No. Maybe not that short. It's, like, like the same dimensions. Is it really? Yeah. Um, Maybe we should take a CRX and cut the body off and just put a Mini Cooper body on top of idea. it. There's no body, and this is a unibody. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, oh no, for some reason though, and I think what it is, it's driven by the fact that I can. There's a huge range of Mini Cooper prices, yeah. right? I can buy one for five grand or 20. with a supercharger, yeah, and like you know, still a decent chassis, yeah. Or I can spend twenty eight on the GP, which is kind of what I want. <laughs> no, don't do that. It's perfect. <laughs> Buy a two thousand dollar one and bring it to Hasport and be like, "Yo, but here's the thing with a GP. Put this fourteen hundred dollar TSX drive train. If I buy the GP, I could just leave it the way that it is. Yeah, and then it'll I be, won't. It'll be all blow. I up won't leave it the way that it is, but I could leave it the way You're that it is. You're gonna blow it up. But you just drive it stock. It's got like two degrees of camber in the front. It came with fifty Treadwear tires. You serious? Yeah, the GP. It's essentially like the GT3 version. What tires are on it? Kumho V seven hundreds. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a, that's an R comp. Yeah. I'm so, gonna Google the length. It's got six piston brakes up front. What? For the twenty thirteen. Six piston brakes. Uh is that the turbo motor then? Yeah. Um what is that a, that's a four factory cylinder. rear seat delete. Did they have three cylinders in them? The new ones do. The new ones that are more BMW based have a BMW three cylinder in them. Okay. So but yeah, the twenty thirteen Mini Cooper GP. I saw one at CarMax okay. for twenty three grand. They only brought five hundred of them into the states. Okay. So it's kind of like an Integra Type R, right? Like I could buy it, 
drive it, drive it hard. It's going to lose some value, but not as much as like a normal one. Almost, it's five inches longer than this. Really? Yeah. The new ones? Uh, the, yeah, the new the ones. The new ones are long. No, I mean like the, the cool looking ones. They all look decently cool. Uh, I mean, so there, like, there's yeah. like the 2003 to 2007s? Yeah. Or 2006. You're not going to buy a Clubman and cart your kids around. Could. No, that's a terrible idea. It'd be kind of cool. They're like 12 and a half feet long. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know. They look awesome autocrossing. They do look rad. Yeah. There's a really nice one for sale on uh, the forum that shall not be named. Really? Yeah. What year? Pre- prepped for some class. How much? Pretty cheap. Seemed cheap to me. Because here's the thing. I could, or, I could or just, it seemed expensive. I could just I'm buy one sure. outright for like 10 to 12 grand that already has stuff done to it or that yeah. I, could, I could do stuff to. Or I could buy... You know, put that money down and buy the one that is kind of rare. 2008 Mini Cooper S, fully prepped for D Street. Mini Cooper S or John Cooper Works? Uh, Mini Cooper S. Ah, uh, it's a little D different. D Street, 8,500 bucks. Not bad, though. Yeah, and it's like a factory stripped out one, 81K miles. That's not bad. LSD. Oh, it's got Zenons. the factory LSD? Yeah. Yeah, the, the S's and the John Cooper Works have a, a get track. It's got uh, double adjustable TC Klein Coney Sports. Hmm. What it's color is good. it? John Cooper Works tuning kit. It's gray. Gray with black flares. Huh. Where is it? Hmm. Calgary, Alberta, blah, blah, blah. Canada town. Oh. It's freaking inside America's hat. <laughs> it's, it's up there near the brim. It's a big hat, though, man. Yeah. It's a big hat. Freaking America's hat. So, no. So, that's my that's been my latest infatuation this week. Yeah. We just talked about Mini Coopers for 10 minutes. I think I've kind of settled on one, man. This podcast is... Jump the shark. Any any of you <laughs> listeners, go ahead and, and tell me I'm wrong. Somebody buy Austin a Mini Just Cooper. Just keep, keep in mind that I won't be driving it to work every day. It'll be an occasional driven-to-work car and canyons. How is, uh, how's commuting and stuff for you? It's good, dude. You walk. I cut off like five minutes from my commute by riding a motorcycle. That's Because cool. I can go up like, well, not that I can, but lane I do. Splitting. I go up the bicycle lane sometimes <laughs> at lights and stuff. And like, Freaking Austin's just riding on the sidewalk. I have. Yeah, knocking over Starbucks, kicking Starbucks. So the other day there was traffic was built up, right? And there wasn't enough space between the cars that were moving Mm -hmm. and then the cars that were parked on the side of the road. Yeah. So I just rode on the on the sidewalk for like, I don't know, 700 feet. Seems legit to me. Yeah. Didn't get pulled over. Yeah. So, oh, taking a photo. That's right, baby. Nice. I'm going to text Dill and be like, yo, you missed you out missed on this. You missed out, bro. Yeah, we could have had Dill on the show. Blowing it. He's selling his Land Cruiser. He's not really selling his Land Cruiser. He said he, it's pending to a dude in Texas. Really? Yeah. He, he posted it like that. Tuesday. Oh, that makes me sad. Yeah. That thing's awesome. I'm going to text him right now. Where are you at, Dill? Um, yeah, Dill uh, came down to pick up his car, and it bummed me out that he didn't come over. He didn't even say hi? He said he was going to come over. I hate him so much. Right what now. a dick. I guess Dylan and I are very good friends. Nope. Does he owe you money? That's probably why. Currently, he does not owe me money. Oh. Dill has owed me money many times. (laughs) (laughs) Dill's such a happy dude, though, all the time. When he's crabby, he's all like, I'm really mad at that guy. (laughs) 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 He's all smiling. Oh, jeez. I don't think any any of our – I haven't ever seen any of our track regulars mad. Uh, Have you ever seen Mikey Brzezinski mad? No. Same as when he's happy. <laughs> ah, he's you ever smiling. seen? I've never seen Levi mad. 
No. Levi's my dude. Levi's never, Levi's never man his life. I love Levi's no. car. Oh, that's the other thing I almost bought a couple weeks ago. What? Was that super shitty EF? That's right. You the track me. prep super yeah. shitty EF for fifteen hundred bucks. It. it sold that afternoon. It was so cheap. It sold that afternoon. I was, was so that thing upset. Was dirty cheap. It was rough. Yeah. What wasn't? That? I talked to James Ingram. It was California rough. Yeah. That would have been a mint shell in there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> in Chicago, that's a thirty-five hundred dollar car. I talked to James Ingram, an EF dude from out in, yeah, in did SoCal. Yeah. He know the car. Or no? Yeah, he knew the car. Yeah. He was like, dude. That car is beat. <laughs> <laughs> so it's perfect. He's like, but, but Jose's put a lot of money into it. Well, not money. Yeah. A lot of time trying to bring it back. In the Midwest, it was a nice car. Yeah. In California, it's a turd. Yeah. I, essentially, I wanted to build Levi's car. I wanted to build Levi's EF. Yeah. The our, California our version. Levi Brown. Um, because it comes down to bruising egos. He wins I, everything. That car is so fast. It's got a stock K20R motor. It's a type R motor from Japan. The car is so fast. And a stock K20R trans. Mount kit. Some like whatever shocks and co- and it just freaking wheels it. He was one of the guys that uh, they put uh, eight or nine cars on a hauler and brought him down to Atlanta. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it was like uh, Richard Fisher's like beautiful like Boss S thirteen front end S fourteen drift car or whatever. Uh, Stevie's E thirty drift car. Chris Ballard's like gorgeous S two thousand. Freaking spec Miata, like nice Miata, uh, Phil Meisnikowski's, and then Levi's EF. Which is only just... It's It's got a raccoon on the back window. Levi's car is just a step down from Devin's car, though. Oh, Devin's car is on there. Devin's car is on there, too. Yeah, Levi's car, bringing up the rear, looking good. Dude, the truck driver, the guy that brought the the cars down, hung out all weekend. Yeah, he bought a ticket, and he's like... He yep, hung out all weekend, dude. Truck. This sounds awesome. So cool. <laughs> so cool. Great. Yeah, the, uh, the the truck driver seemed to enjoy himself. But, um, yeah, Levi's car, it just always at always at 11 tenths. Just I, I say it every time on the mic. Yeah. Like, while we're announcing, that is my favorite car. Yeah, it, That's my favorite grid lifetime attack car. I, 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 I got to pick uh, a car who or a car and driver that uh, got awarded a quick trick alignment kit, which is like a it's – like it's really – it's a wild, it's a pretty cool kit. Uh, it has a camber, caster, tow, all that kind of stuff. It's it's kind of a glorified tow alignment kit, but um, really, they've been a good sponsor for us. They're mm-hmm. really cool kits. I've got I've got another one to give away in October here. Um, I can see two of them over there. I should probably give away both of them. <laughs> but, uh, I just found out how expensive they are. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, they're not cheap. They're not cheap, but no. it's a nice kit. Yeah. Um, so I, I gave away one to Levi because Levi is, he's always pumped. He's always smiling. Levi, Levi to me is he's the, always there. He's always at the track. Levi is the epitome of the grid life track side, yeah. like track driver yeah. crew. Always pumped. Never sad. Run what you brung. Yeah. Wheel, Wheel it. it. Yep. Just run the snot out of it. Yep. And, uh, and then, like, if there's a poster child for the track yeah. stuff for Grid Life, it's and Levi. And he hangs out, <laughs> and he's got freaking long hair, and maybe that's why I like him. And he, have you seen his RV? No, he has an RV. Oh, dude, you guys really? Levi, Levi and his wife pull up behind me in this RV. It's like an ancient. I think it's a Dodge front end. Like just all like the smush Dodge front it's end. An ones? Ancient van one. Yeah. Nice. And it's got like a 318 or 350, and it's maybe it's Chevy. I think it's Chevy. And. uh and they gutted the interior. It's like all plywood and like van life, dude. It's all freaking Pinteresty inside. Van it's so life. Rad. <laughs> Levi rules. <laughs> I want to be Levi when I grow up. So much, but yeah, he uh, and you know what he does for a living? 
Uh-uh. He he uh, drives one of the sweet beer trucks and he delivers. Oh, beer. really? The truck driver. That seems beer. that seems fitting for him. I can yep. see him doing that. Totally blazing hot wife. Truck driver delivers <laughs> beer. Fastest EF I've ever seen. Long hair. Gives high fives. Leave our rules. <laughs> well, it was funny too because I. What's awesome? Like I was like, oh, dude, what suspensions on there? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like he doesn't. It's like what care. spring rates? He's like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. At at, uh, at Hanami, he's like, hey, how much are Hoosiers? I'm like. A lot of money. He's like, you got any Hoosiers? I want to try Hoosiers. I'm like, yeah, just come over and grab some. <laughs> and, and I think he's like, I'm, I'm okay. I'll just drive these. <laughs> come grab me. I think he's, want. wasn't he on, he was on mismatched tires. Yeah. Too. I think he was I on like R-Triple-8s and NT-01s. Yeah, I think or, you're right. I think that was yeah, what it was. Yeah. It was <laughs> and he, running 38s his first time at Road, Road Atlanta. Yeah. In an NA four-cylinder. So fast. So fast. So fast. At, and he's and he's always got that red open face helmet. Yeah. I, I, if Levi was here, we might sexually assault him. I'm glad <laughs> he's not here. Uh, yeah. Girl Life Road Atlanta was weird. That was a weird. That was a weird weekend. So good though. Um. I I I haven't mentally recovered from it. It was hard. It was hard for me to keep up with everything because it was my my Midwest track day crew. Yeah. That came down. And you knew to Atlanta, Atlanta, and I knew Atlanta most of the Atlanta too. people. So it was just like yeah. it, was, it was conversation after conversation. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Well, buddy, we're into this thing for about an hour and 20. We should probably go then. I should probably go to bed. I got to work in the morning. Yeah. We should probably get a little more drunk. Just Send a little bit. my brother's house. You can sleep in the loft. I would live in that house. The garage? No, I would call it a house. Yeah, it's kind of a It's house. a shower short of a house. Yeah, it is. It's got a fridge. It's got a hose on it. Is there a microwave? Yes. Ooh, it's a house. Yeah. It's a rad place. Uh, you should go sleep in my brother's house. There, for those of you wondering, there's a video of it on yeah. um, on the Tracktoon YouTube. We, we need to do more with Tracktoon this year. It's been the, the summertime has been kind of our off season for it. Um, I've been trying to revive it a little bit, posting articles. I don't go to the track anymore, dude. I got to start Canyon Tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking Mini Cooper Tuned. CanyonTuned.com. CanyonTuned.com. <laughs> Going to be reverting to Tracktoon.com. CooperPooper.com. I think your idea for Mini Cooper with a K, like that's a good website. You should probably buy that. Oh no, we just said it on the podcast. You gotta delete that. <laughs> I'm not gonna delete it. <laughs> oh man. Well all right, well, maybe we'll do another show from Blackhawk. That'll be fun. Blackhawk? Did I say that out loud? <laughs> maybe I'm thinking about that. Uh, well That's where they grow them. Blackhawk Farms. Blackhawk Farms. <laughs> Giant black cocks. It'll be uh, it'll be a fun Sunday. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm so tired. Why do we always do these when I'm so tired? I don't know. That, I think that's what <laughs> makes the show so fun. I think at the end of every podcast, we end it because I'm all like, I'm, oh, I'm delirious. Oh, I'm so tired, dude. <laughs> I got up at 5 a.m. And then we stay up for like another hour at least. Yeah, I'm not going to do that tonight. <laughs> Actually, I probably am. <laughs> We're probably going to BS. You're going to have a... S- you're going to have another drink, and I'm going to freaking hang out and, like, wash my car some more and be like, oh, I can't sell it. And you'll be like, fuck, cars are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll talk about canyons, and then when I'm going to go to L.A., and who we're going to interview, John Morton. And then we're going <laughs> to uh, do some more freaking good life talk and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Such is life, man. This podcast is stupid. Who gave us this podcast? This podcast is ruining my life. It, I, it's pretty easy now. Now that we don't care about it. Um, do you want to, uh, tell anybody, you know what? We haven't done this in a while. 
You should tell people to rate and review us on iTunes. <laughs> you can do that? <laughs> you can say it at the beginning of every show. Oh, yeah. You can find us at... If you enjoy the show. Facebook.com <laughs> slash Slip Angle Show. Is that it? And you can leave us reviews and ratings in the iTunes store. I've never done that. You can also find us on Stitcher and Google Play. Really? Yeah. Look at us being fancy. And what I added... What? Did I add it somewhere else? I don't remember, dude. That was so long ago. You know what? The Ten Tenths guys now have a merch store too, where you can like buy all kinds of shit. We should get it. We should get a, a slip angle merch store. I'll make them do it for us. They'll probably do it for us. They think we're cool. Yeah, we should just yeah. <laughs> we we should totally con them into thinking we're cool. We should just outsource hey, it. Hey, Robbie, Michael, I need you guys to make me a merch store. We could do a merch store. I expect. I'm not going to be the one shipping stuff out. If I don't have a text by noon on Tuesday about my new merch store. We're going to know that you're not listening. Yeah. And it's over, Johnny. You're not as faithful listeners. I do have a new article coming out about uh, the Drift Fiat. Oh, do you? It's so dope. (laughs) He got a good shot of it, too. He got it sideways. Sideways? Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, it did pretty well. Did he break anything? Nope. Really? Didn't break anything. Open diff? No, welded diff. Welded diff, that's right. Yeah. Sorry. I I saw the pictures of the welded diff. I put them on the article. Did you see? Did you see what they shared and tagged us in the freaking Roadmaster, the drag racing Roadmaster? Oh yeah, <laughs> that thing was nuts. And uh, he sent me pictures. He sent me the video to uh, that cop car that uh, Jonathan Ward built. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, the Icon cop yeah. car. Yeah, that thing was pretty sweet. Oh my gosh, have you ever sort seen so much money poured into something so dumb? <laughs> it's the greatest. That thing was I, really sweet. I like a quarter million dollars poured into uh, like a 92 Caprice. That's so cool. I don't know. That's kind of the way Honey Badger is now, though, too. No, Honey Badger's it got wasn't like that 4K poured into it. And uh, half of it's in the wheels. Yeah, Len- <laughs> freaking Lenzo VPDs or whatever they are. <sighs> well, we're into this thing for an hour and a half now. So it's the longer show we've done in a while, just if, between uh, the two of us. If you guys are still listening, you should probably get a life. We should probably go earn your money at your job. <laughs> Because this isn't a good way to spend your life, but I'm I'm happy you're doing it with us. You should probably rate and review us on iTunes. If you enjoy the show, blah, blah, blah. Share with a friend. <laughs> you can find us at Facebook.com so slash Slip Angle Show. You're so you upbeat. You can leave us reviews and ratings in the iTunes How many story. times have you copied uh, yourself saying that? You, you just did it pretty well. If I know what I'm saying, if I have something to read, I can say anything with enthusiasm. Let's uh, let's see. What what do you exactly say here? This app sucks. If you enjoy the show, share, share with a friend. friend. <laughs> you can find us at facebook.com slash show. You can visit our new home on the web at www.tracktune.com slash slipangle. You can also leave us reviews and ratings in the iTunes store. You did that pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a little too upbeat. You need to be more somber and drunk. We have a theme going. If you now. enjoy the show, share it with a friend. Let's all enjoy the show. <laughs> we should start doing it in Spanish. I don't speak Spanish. Although I've been watching Narcos, and Narcos is kind of like taking seventh grade Spanish again. Is it? Yeah. Have you ever seen Narcos? No. Go on Netflix and get. I don't have cable it. anymore. Netflix. Oh, Netflix. Oh, I had Netflix. Narcos Until someone rules. stole my freaking credit card information, I had to get a new card, and I still haven't activated you it yet. You should get Netflix. You should watch Narcos, because you'll learn Spanish again. Because it's all subtitled Spanish, and it's the raddest show. You know I don't know how to read. Dude, it's the raddest show you've ever seen. <laughs> so rad. Is it? Yeah. 
It, uh, it reminds me of uh, Senor Scott's Spanish class in high school. Does he make you want to build a pre-runner makes, no, Tacoma because they're out in the desert? It makes me want to smuggle drugs because that dude was worth so much money. But then he killed everyone he ever met. That's a bad scene to be in. You've met a lot of people. Yeah. I can't kill all those people. Nobody would come to grid life. <laughs> Nobody would come to grid life. <laughs> ah, well, all right, buddy. Well, I'm going to shut this thing down because we're rambling now. If you Ramblers. Guys still, if you guys are still <laughs> listening. I got the Ramblers onto, uh, onto Audubon the other day to do photos. Yeah, shoot. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah Miko said he, like, laid down at the apex in yeah. one of the corners. Yeah. Thanks to me. Didn't even thank So me. you say he was laying down that corner? I, I don't know. Is that a pun? Did you make a I joke? I don't know. You made a joke in the last podcast that when I heard it, I laughed so hard because I didn't hear it when we were talking. What was it? I didn't even listen. It was something about the freaking canvas boat that Tom Sutter's dad bought. <laughs> and <laughs> Whatever floats your boat? No, it was... Oh. Uh, I'd have to listen to I it don't again. even know. But damn, it made me laugh so much. And I was like, holy shit, Adam in the podcast, how come you didn't catch that? <laughs> if and somebody... Nobody acknowledged it. <laughs> if somebody has the time this off-season and they want to go back and listen... No, too many puns. ...to every single episode and write down the stupid puns in each stupid show... I'd be eternally grateful, and we might do something special for you. We need to have an archive of the puns. Oh, you trying to find it? Yeah. That's like 45 or 55 minutes of audio. Ah, nope. Wrong one now. Oops. Freaking podcast app. This thing is terrible. Don't, don't. She got an iPhone, dude. You don't need a headphone port. Yeah, I know. I should get an iPhone. (sighs) Anyway. All right. Well, this show should be over now. I should go to bed. We all right. Up, we ate all the Swedish fish. My throat is very dry. And we did a podcast again. Hooray! Hooray! Dicks out for Harambe. What does dicks out for Harambe mean? Harambe got killed. Is Harambe a gorilla from where? He's the gorilla that got killed, right? Wasn't he the one that, like, yeah, but it was, from was playing zoo. with the kid that fell down into the thing oh, and they no. shot him and killed him? But the phrase dicks out for Harambe makes me laugh every time I read it. <laughs> Do you see where the NFL isn't letting people uh, put Harambe as the name on custom jerseys anymore? No. Yeah. Those jerks. Yeah, I know. I hate the NFL so much. Bunch of billionaires. All right. I don't watch real sports. I only watch... I don't watch anything. I do a podcast with you. That's the only thing I have to do. I do like watching volleyball. Dude. I did watch... Women's volleyball. The only thing I watched of the Olympics was like an hour of volleyball and I was like damn <laughs> it's, it's not a bad thing you just come watch. visit LA that's where all those people yeah, I live should, I should do that all we right. do a podcast while sitting on the bleachers watching a volleyball tournament There's bleachers there are in the beach yeah I'm into that by all the at least by all the big volleyball places I, I just imagine the whole time Austin is like he's got his mouth like and his head's cocked about 10 degrees like damn I need some new sunglasses yeah, you do. I don't have any sunglasses right now. You yeah. should get some. I don't. I actually don't. You think should just I get some clip-ons. Any. No, I, I'm not. I'm not the dude from uh, Another World or whatever. What was that show? I don't even know. Dwayne Wayne or whatever. I don't even know. <sighs> it's from the '80s. Did you get some Grid Life sunglasses? Did you see? Did you see the Grid Life sunglasses? There yeah. are Grid Life sunglasses. Oh yeah, I saw some on Chris's uh, dashboard yeah, on the Acti. They're rad. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, that's another thing that I want. A, key, a key van? Yeah. Yeah, an acting. How to act? To cruise in L.A.? Think about it, dude. You could throw surfboards in it. 
you just chill in it. Like if you're not going to get on the interstate, yeah. the thing's awesome. I'm uh, I'm coming closer and closer to buying an RV. You should build out an Acti no. into an RV. No, I need an RV that can be an RV. <laughs> like a real a real ass RV. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah, I know. I'm not that cool. I'm not You going cool to Pinterest it up? You going to oh, redo yeah. it? Pinterest oh, yeah. it up? We'll paint it white like a renegade and then we'll slap good life and giant logos around it. They're pretty sweet. Um yeah. This this is the podcast that will never end. This is the podcast yeah, that never ends. Where's my wife? How come she yes, it goes on and on, my friend. You've got a pretty good voice, dude. Some people started uh, stop singing <laughs> it, not knowing what it was. It's not get, you're getting worse. The voice is sounding worse. We'll continue singing it forever just because. So I, w- I want to buy this. It's a Oshkosh chassis. Oshkosh bagash? Yeah. Made in Wisconsin. Oshkosh, the same people that build the freaking airport fire trucks. And cement trucks. Oh. <sighs> And it's a rear, it's a rear engine. So that you, thing's th- built like a brick, brick shit house. Easy for you to say. It's a pusher diesel. I'm a pusher. <laughs> it's a, it's got an Allison Trans, and it's a five nine Cummins, and I know all about five nine Cummins. I know all about. That's my jam. That's pretty sweet. Twelve valve. Yeah. Like old school. Like a P pump twelve valve. Oh. Oh yeah. Um, Wait, that's the one you were telling me about before. That's like. Oh, yeah. For sale for a while yeah. through a family friend, right? Yeah. Yeah. He just has too many RVs and doesn't use it. And you know what? It gets cheaper every day. <laughs> so Just keep waiting. So I'm really getting close. I'm going to swing in there and scoop it out from underneath you. You can. You just don't have a place to put it. And I'm going to live, live in it. What are you three, talking about? You live 3,000 miles away, son. Son? It'll make it. Oh, I hope. Uh, but every event that we do, um, I accumulate. Like, see all these bins around you? So they're all like full of things that go to the track. Like they all go to the track with me. And like there's more bins in the basement. And there's like some over there behind my grid life bike. And like all that stuff. Oh, grid life motor coach. Yeah. You know how motor coaches have all those big old blocking bins on Does this one have those too? Oh, yeah. Sweet. And I don't have to move these things. You just leave them in there. I just come home and be like. Is my scooter around here? Yep. It's in the bin right over there. And my there. clipboard? Yep. Right over there. Sweet. And your door the Explorer stickers? Nice. We're going to use those this oh, weekend. Yeah. Do you see the big ones? No. We got like five inches. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, yeah. They're so rad. <laughs> so if you get a, a black flag at Grid Life Events, you get a door of the Explorer sticker. This time. Yeah. At the yeah. small events. We need to do it at the big events. There's just so much going on. Atlanta's, Atlanta got busy. We need a dedicated sticker person in Grid. I got the guy for you. This weekend, I got a guy for you. All right. All right. Actually, um, I kind of like that job because uh, it's fun be, making fun of people. You, be, you can be that guy. All right, buddy. Well. Hour 45? Hour 33. Cool. I'm going to hit stop because my voice is so hoarse. I need to walk over there and get water. Bye. All right. Hang out. Uh, This is the podcast that never ends. Can you make a joke for us or anything? Uh, ah, Way to put me on the spot, man. (laughs) Okay. That means you can't. Damn it. Yeah. Blowing it. Who's your daddy? That's not a joke. That's not. Got another one for us? Oh, yeah, actually I do. It's not a joke, but it was something very funny that happened the other uh, day. So actually yesterday I was going to dinner with Jessica. You can't preface the story by calling it very funny. Okay. Well, anyway, we we were going to dinner and leaving the apartment complex and like some of our neighbors have like walk-up patios. Yeah. One of them had those like gigantic like refillable water things that you tip upside down and put in a water dispenser. All right. And we're walking by them. Jessica's not looking at him. Oh, no. And I go, 
damn, look at those jugs. And she immediately looks down to the other side, down to the pool. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, and well, then she just cracks up. Oh, I've just pulled up. She's going to run into us. Uh-oh. All right. All right, end of the show. Bye. Bye.